I had questions for the salesman slash repair person at this premium repair service, the premium repair service. And he was just, you, you could see the anxiety on his face. He was just, this was just another situation. Let's get it going. Come on. What do you want? Let me know. Well, if that's how you feel, then I'll take my business elsewhere. Thank you. I mean, I don't need to be rushed into anything. Like you're asking me to spend my hard-earned money. So don't rush me into it. Or as a performer, I'm asking for people's time. I'm asking for their attention. And I want to show respect and value for their time and attention. Listen to my podcast because I tell you to listen to my podcast. Like, does that work? Do what I say because I want you to do what I say. Does that work? I mean, you can get away with it sometimes. You can fool some people sometime, but you can't fool all the people all the time. But now we see the light. You stand up for your right. Yeah, you're sick and tired of them easy and keys and games. And of course, you're going to fuck up and be a hack and a fucking washout from time to time. But that's the pain of growth in business. You know, I can't fucking, you know, guarantee 100% delivery. But I can sure as hell guarantee the effort and the... um the uh, the willingness to get the job done eventually <laughs> yeah skibbity bee skibbity bum skibbity bobo dum 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 hey sometimes we laugh sometimes we don't sometimes we bone dum 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 hey I took a half, she took a whole thing, and it Dum-dum-dum, Hey! Skibbity-bee, skibbity-bum, skibbity-bo-bo. Yo! What's happening? It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent August 28th in the year of our Lord. 2021. Welcome and bienvenue to Jonathan Ramcharan, the podcast. Took some time to get me here, and I'm gonna take my time. Let me blow your mind. Took some time to get me here, and I'm gonna take my time. Took some time to get me here, folks. Sorry for the hiatus. Oh, don't go shit in the bed on me. This is a weekly podcast that I hump out, bust out, grind out, spill out, splash out on the regular. Due to some unforeseen circumstances, it's a little bit tardy this week. I mean, what the hell do you want me to do about it? I can't control everything. So thank you very much for your leadership. I missed you. I thought about you religiously. I prayed for you, and now I am back in fantastic Fulham, ready to kick ass and take names and numbers in whichever order. If you're new to the show, Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast, this is a show where I bitch, wine, squawk, bellyache, and kibitz about myself 
in order to relate to y'all's self, y'all the dear listener, y'all the dear viewer. Shared experiences, kindred souls, BFFs forever. You know, I'm going to be in your will someday. Think about it, you know. Let's say you're on your deathbed, you got no friends or family. You might as well leave it to me, you know, for all the blood, tears, sweat, you know, piss-soaked panties that I, you know, go through to give y'all this entertainment. We also talk about current events, the times of the time, you know, pop culture, the whole kit and caboodle, folks. You can't go wrong. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, my own website, Jonathan, pronounced Jonathan dash ramcharan.com. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, if you're digging the show, folks, please help my black ass out. Share me with a friend. Sharing's caring, folks. You know it truly is. Yeah. Um, back in action. Reunited and it feels so good. If you're new to the show, if you're a returning guest, if you know, if you don't know, if you may or may not know, I am an actor extraordinaire. Fast being to the bone, ladies and gentlemen, and damn proud of it. Yeah. This week, um, after the podcast, really, after I record this, I got to hoof it over to the local tobacconist, 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 got to head over to the local smoke shop, get a pack of herbal cigarettes. Now, I'm an ex-smoker. I smoked for like, uh, I don't know, on and off for like 16 years, I guess, 15 years, I don't know, 10 years, who knows? But it was like sporadic. I was never really a heavy smoker. I smoked up to like 10 packs a day. (laughs) That's not very heavy, right? In this neurotic age of mental delusions and mental illness. That's what I do to cope through the day. I rip through fucking 10 packs of cigarettes. (laughs) You know, don't judge me. But um, no, I smoked like 10 cigarettes a day. On and off. You know, it was never really consistent. You know, plus I'd be like half in the bag too when I was doing it, you know, a little drunk, you know, but he's fucking man. You know motherfuck motherfuck everybody, you know. You know, half drunk, smoking cigarettes. I wouldn't even finish them half the time, you know, I'd just be like Take a couple puffs, <laughs> flick it, you know. So, you know, I was kind of sloppy. So I, I would smoke like, I don't know, somewhere around 10 cigarettes a day on and off. And then I'd have periods where like um, I'd be on my heavy period flow day. I'd have periods where I would just like quit. You know, I'd do the whole health kick, drinking Juice, water, you know, going for runs, you know, canned tuna, cans of beans, you know, fruits and veggies, 
no drinking, no smoking, no nothing. So like, you know, I flip-flopped over the years in my smoking days, right? So, you know, uh, whatever. But as of late, I am five years removed from cigarette smokes. I haven't smoked a cigarette in five years. Coming up five years. And, you know, right after this recording, right after this podcast, I got to go hoof it over to the local smoke shop, the tabactionist, get a pack of herbal smokes for an acting project that I am working on. A little foreshadowing. Can't say so much. But I got to go get a pack of herbal cigarettes for this little acting um, production that I'm involved in. And um, it's going to be interesting, you know. Cigarette smoke on film. Something about it is just very captivating, you know. Just some person sitting around smoking a cigarette. Then you got those boneheads that, you know, they've never smoked a cigarette in their life. You can always tell they're so awkward, like... Yeah, you know, tell Muggsy and Bogsy I'm going to kill the whole lot of them. I run this racket. Who the fuck do these idiots think they are anyways? My name is Jimmy the Hammer Two-Timer. And if these bozos think that they're going to do what they want in my town, they got another thing coming, pal. I run this fucking show. You know, like really awkward, stilted fucking moron people that, you know, that wet blanket's never smoked a cigarette in his life. Look at that pansy, you know? So there is some benefit to like, you know, ruining your health for your art. So, you know, I've been down that road. And, you know, so anyway, I'm going to go get these like herbal cigarettes. No nicotine, no... I mean, whenever you're inhaling something, there's carcinogens, I believe is the technical term. So, you know, it's never good to inhale anything, but, you know, herbal cigarettes... Obviously, quite far removed from the deadly cancer-causing, you know, cigarettes. The nicotine, the added ingredients, the cyanide, all the, like, thousand chemicals or so. Something crazy like that, like hundreds, if not thousands, of chemicals are in a typical cigarette. Herbal cigarettes... Allegedly, 100% natural. Just some rolled up, I don't know, whatever the fuck they put in it. I'm going to have to look into it, but suffice to say, I go suck on a fucking herbal cigarette for my craft as an actor. So, you know, it's going to be different having quit cigarette smoking for um, five years now, coming up five years. And I never crave it. I think it's a very nervous habit it's a illusion of comfort a lot of times people you know i'm stressed out i'm going for a smoke and they run out behind a dumpster and light up (laughs) yeah my life's better choking back a cigarette in a fucking dingy alley (laughs) this is living (laughs) you know really neurotic stupid bonehead thing to do so i don't have like any like uh sorry to judge you but I was once like that myself. But um, I don't have like any inclination to return to smoking, but it's going to be interesting for this 
little acting project that I have to work on. It's going to be an interesting variable and a tool and, uh, you know, I don't know what to think of it other than it's some stage business, acting business um, that I have to do. And um, it does add something to a scene. It really does add atmosphere, mood, tension, drama. You know, if you look back to all those um, great film noirs of yesteryear, or just the canvas of darkness and light, you know, like um, lighting in film. Back in them days of film noir, black and white film, and, you know, the plumes of smoke, the billowing curtains and the smoke billowing across a room or going over some chick's tits as she's in a cocktail dress at a roulette table. Diamond earrings. Oh, so, you know my husband, Mr. Frankenstein. Yeah, well, he neglects me and I'm looking for a real man. You know like them dirty femme fatales? They always be sucking on a cigarette, talking craziness. Yes, I killed him. He had it coming to him. That bastard. I shot him dead. Is that any type of way to treat a woman? You know? It's really something. So, um, you know, that's what's on my docket, on my plate, as a thespian, actor extraordinaire. So there you have it, folks. Jonathan Ramcharan. Player, performer, actor extraordinaire. I am also a stand-up comedian extraordinaire. You know, been, you know, doing that ting for a minute now as well. Pain. Ah, the pain of creation. You know, it's like a, it's like a labor. You know, it's like a fucking heavy constipation. I'm telling you, squeezing it out. It's a real grind, I'm telling you, folks. I mean, you know, here I am. Um, what's going on with me is been doing a lot of writing, a lot of planning, a lot of foresight. Type of shit that makes you sick to your stomach because the immediacy and the gratification for a stand-up comic a lot of times comes from the instant feedback. You know, most comics, generally speaking, they gig about during the week. They gig, going from gig to gig. And, you know, whether it's a bar gig or some shitty little open mic. Or, you know, let's say um, it's the weekend and they're doing some, you know, club dates. Or whatever their stature, arena. Whatever it is. There's a immediacy in feedback. You know, you tell the joke, you hear the laughter, you get a response. There's a gratification in that. And there's also an editing process. You start, okay, seeing where the joke is. Now, granted, before you can hit them arenas and do legitimate club work, you got to kind of flush your act out first. But still, suffice to say, the immediacy of telling a joke in real time, 
it is such a benefit when crafting and molding an act. Well, you know, conversely, sitting in a writer's room, or in my case, just lounging about my apartment or going out to a park somewhere and chilling on a bench, you know, squatting down and hitting that pen to pad, type of shit that makes you stick to your stomach. There ain't no immediacy, no glitz and glam, you know? I mean, there's always the chance that some MILF might fuck you, you know, some old weathered hen, you know? Oh, look at him. He's funny. I want him. You know, you go up there and you sing for your supper, tell a couple lousy jokes, you know? Who knows what kind of whore you can rope in? You know, there's so much immediate, immediate feedback and opportunity and, you know, the whole glitz and glam, you know, showbiz that comes with like telling jokes in real time. Well, when you're squatting down on a park bench behind the bushes, writing jokes all the live long day for like some, I don't know, projected gig in the future, some forecasted gig out there in the ether type of shit that makes you sick to your stomach i'm sick of it you know bent over with a fucking pen and a notepad all live long day you know i'm tired i'm fucking exhausted but that's what i gotta do you know that's what the craft of you know comedy is it ain't all fucking shits and giggles you know i mean technically it is but technically it isn't so there you have it folks jonathan ramcharan stand-up comedian extraordinaire quick sip of water boss water break boss don't mind me boss oh god yeah yeah business let's talk shop let's talk business so you know What's the deal with this podcast? Basically, it's an outlet for me to um, stay creative as an actor, as a stand-up comic. And, you know, it's like the Lord is hell-bent on turning me into a man or something. You know, I never gave a shit about responsibilities. Responsibilities? I didn't give a flying fuck about responsibilities. Well, in the course of my searching in the course of my cultivation of my craft as a performer, I had to fucking, you know, rise to the challenges. They don't want to put me in this? Well, I'll produce it myself. They don't want to give me the stage time? I'll create the stage time, you know? Bent over backwards, you know, hustling, grinding, you know? I recently started a production company, Noi Productions. An outlet for me to produce JR the P. And into the future, I want to do various other podcasting, um, perhaps audio plays, you know, documentary, feature film, the whole wackadoo, the whole kitten caboodle, the whole enchilada. <laughs> so, you know, I've been hoofing it, humping it, you know, humdrumming it. So, um, you know, It's like hell-bent on making a man out of me or something, you know? Noi Productions. Yes. So, you know, that's kind of what's going on in my world right now. And like any independent business owner, um, entrepreneur, there's things you have to do in the course of a day to keep afloat, keep the lights on. Um, 
as I alluded to in the in the in the <clears throat> kidding, I don't have coronavirus. I'm not dying. Just stuttering like an idiot. <clears throat> See what happens when you take a week off from podcasting? It's like you got a mouthful of cotton. You know, cat got your tongue. You're scraggling, scrabbling, scrounging. You know, babbling. You know, <sighs> type of shit that makes you sick to your stomach. Anyways, folks, um, as I alluded to in the introduction of the program, I was tardy this week. I had to take a couple. Uh, well, look, the past two weeks due to unforeseen business circumstances. You know? Well, basically my computer crapped on me, you know? It was getting slower and slower and slower, my laptop. And it was like, you know, just, you know, shit in the bed. I'd been, it had served me faithfully, my faithful steed, my laptop. It had served me faithfully for like, you know, a year, or like Four years, close to five years. And, you know, I guess wear and tear and the test of time. It was slow coming up the works, taking forever just to, you know, mix and render a podcast. Couldn't even connect to the internet. And, you know, I had to take it in. Well, I had to make a decision, first of all, a business decision. See... Small things become big things, right? How you deal with the small things is a good estimation on how you will deal with the bigger things in life. So a relatively small decision, circumstance, you know, fucked up laptop. Well, I had no warranty. So my option was to, okay, I could take it into a professional, professional um, store, something that is, you know, industry recognized with the backing of warranty and bureaucracy and blah, 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 you know? Well, that's all well and good, but comes with a pretty penny. Now, do I really want to invest that type of money into a four-year-old laptop? My other option, okay, what about a mom-and-pop repair store? You know, if they could fix it for a cheaper price, it prolongs the life of the laptop. And I'm really only looking for that because in the process of doing, um, you know, JR the P and some of my um, production goals as a, you know, production company, Noi Productions, I was going to have to upgrade my uh, hardware anyway, get a new, you know, PC, laptop, monitor, the whole wackadoo. It's going to have to upgrade it anyway, right? So I'm like, okay, well, let me take it to a mom and pop shop. If I can, you know, extend the life of the laptop, that might be beneficial and then go from there. Suffice to say, um, it's like almost like you get what you pay for. You know? I took the laptop to the uh, 
And that's a very good lesson in business. I mean, you know, I guess these are things that seem obvious, but are easy to forget. You know, you get what you pay for. So, and even then, that's not always true, too, because, um, you know, to my point, I took the laptop in to um, the mom and pop shop. Suspect. Suspect. I really don't know. I really don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I looked around the place. It was kind of dingy, dumpy, looked like a chop shop, a place where people take their laptops and the guy just guts them and takes away parts. And it just seemed like shysty. And, you know, which I should have guessed, which I should have guessed, he couldn't fix the laptop. Matter of fact, it came back a little bit. I had my suspicions. So then I took it to a more um, established, uh, more industry-recognized repair shop. They wanted $200 just to look at the laptop. Then they wanted this, that, this, that, that, that. All this price started racking up for for a four-year-old laptop. And the funny thing, like I said, I mean, you can't always judge a book by its cover. Just because something's a mom-and-pop shop don't mean that it's not um, the same careless spirit. You know what I mean? Sometimes service, sometimes shit service is just wrapped up with a smile because you pay for that smile. You know, I'm talking to that business person at the uh, legitimate repair store and I was talking to their sales rep and, you know, he, could, he would have flung me out on my ass if he could. Hello, sir. How are you? Gritting, gritting his teeth. And like really what he wanted to say was like, like, fuck off. Like, are you going to pay for something? Are you going to buy something or what? Like, fuck off. You know, like his patience was like the bare minimum wrapped in basic civility. But you pay a premium. You pay a premium for that service. So suffice to say, everything became a wash. But hey, it was okay. Because um, I tried. I tried to salvage it for the cheapest route possible. I learned that, okay, even no matter what you do, you got to pay. So... um, Moving forward, I just took the money that I would have invested. I paid nothing for these um, initial um, checkups. You know, like um, I took the I took the laptop in to get assessed. They couldn't do nothing with it. I didn't pay for anything. I wound up recycling the laptop and investing that money in a new desktop new monitor significantly faster and more well equipped to handle the to handle the workload of jr the p to handle my load and uh yeah very interesting in business and as i mentioned how um there is the uh the the mom and pop shop with the subpar um, 
customer service. And then I mentioned the premium service. I mean, they were really premium under the blanket of industry recognition, but they still had a bit of I don't know. I, I didn't feel valued or I didn't feel like I was in good hands talking with them. They were they're pretty much just like a, yo, let's get this done. Like, do you want me? Are we making a sale or not? Like I, it was I didn't have confidence in the service yet. It was backed by industry recognition. So what I came away from this whole experience with was the idea of premium service. As I move forward, forward with my endeavors as a production company, Noi Productions, as an actor, stand-up comedian, uh, performer, I'm going to focus heavily on premium. It's not always easy. It's the idea of giving your best no matter what the circumstances, because it is my business. It's what I say I do. And I give premium service because that's what I do. I want to serve the customer and I also want to serve myself with the self-awareness and recognition of a job well done. Doing my best. Premium. Yeah, because like... That mom and pop repair person, he should have been ashamed of himself the way he conducted his business. Everything was subpar. And the whole experience was just, I mean, he looked like a fool. You know, it's like, I didn't trust a damn thing he said. I should have known from the get-go, hey, this is subpar service. Then when I took it to the premium service they treated me like a number you know they thought that hey we have industry recognition take our word as gospel yo what's the deal do you want to make money do you want to spend money like come on time is money they hid behind their uh industry recognition but they didn't really deliver on the service they weren't great they weren't bad but they weren't they definitely weren't worth what they were trying to charge because they were cynical, self-motivated. The salesperson was just out for themselves and pretty much could care less about my needs. You know? And when I ask questions in the marketplace, I'm very much aware of this. And I'm very respectful of people's time. So I try to keep my things concise and to the point. I don't babble on like I'm doing here. I had questions for the salesman slash repair person at this premium repair service, the premium repair service. And he was just, you, you could see the anxiety on his face. He was just, this was just another situation. Let's get it going. Come on. What do you want? Let me know. Well, if that's how you feel, then I'll take my business elsewhere. Thank you. I mean, I don't need to be rushed into anything. Like, you're asking me to spend my hard-earned money. So don't rush me into it. 
or as a performer, I'm asking for people's time. I'm asking for their attention. And I want to show respect and value for their time and attention. Listen to my podcast because I tell you to listen to my podcast. Like, does that work? Do what I say because I want you to do what I say. Does that work? I mean, you can get away with it sometimes. You can fool some people sometime, but you can't fool all the people all the time. But now we see the light. You stand up for your right. Yeah, you're sick and tired of them easy and keys and games. And of course, you're going to fuck up and be a hack and a fucking washout from time to time. But that's the pain of growth in business. You know, I can't fucking, you know, guarantee 100% delivery. But I can sure as hell guarantee the effort and the... um the uh, the willingness to get the job done eventually <laughs> yeah what else is going on in business um, I've recently um, like any independent business takes money to make money um, I've signed a new contract it's a contract they got a contract for me it's um a manufacturing uh, gig, a gig in the manufacturing realm. They manufacture um, high clev- high level, high class um, office furniture, top tier. You know, really neat, well put together, stylish, expensive stuff so it's this um this uh office furniture company and i'm now on board with them and what i'm doing is i'm taking that money and i'm putting it into you know my daily upkeep and into noi productions and the furtherment of my acting career comedy career stand-up career (coughs) Not much to report in that area. They're having a pizza party for me on Monday. Nice touch, you know. I was going to crack a joke with them. You know, they sent me an email. And in honor of your first day of employment, we're throwing a pizza party for you. Do you have any dietary um, restrictions? I was going to email them back. You know, I hate to start things off on a negative foot, but I'm a pescatarian. Hate to start things off on a negative foot, but I'm a vegetarian, sadly. Isn't that a good way to fucking shit the bed with your fucking co-workers? We're having a pizza party in honor of Jonathan. Yay! What kind of pizza? Vegetarian. <laughs> I could just imagine some of these dumpsters just staring at me. I fucking prick. Look at this vegan. I'm not quite vegan. I guess I'm classified as like a pescatarian, lacto-vegetarian. Trust me, I'm not gay. But, like, what I am is, like, you know, I'll eat, like, fish, eggs, dairy products. But just, like, no, like, or, you know, or, like, 
or like You know, like I don't eat any of that shit. But I'll have like fish and eggs and dairy products, vegetables, fruits, wheats, whole grains. So anyway, they're going to have to like order vegetarian pizza or be hilarious if they forget. <laughs> if they forget to order the vegetarian pizza and it's just like all pepperoni pizzas. And they're like, in honor of Jonathan's first day, pizza. Have a slice, Jonathan. I'll stand right there and be like, no, thank you. But what do you mean? It's for you. Well, like, I can't. It's no big deal. But uh, I don't eat, uh, you know, meat. That will be awkward because, like, it's one of those places where everybody's so into what you do. It's a unionized environment as well. You can't even ask for a Band-Aid without an inspection. I scratched my finger assembling some order and I just you know it was it was nothing it was like a little scratch and I didn't want to get any blood on the you know office furniture that I was wrapping for shipment so you know I started poking around I'm like hey yo excuse me you know I went to one of my co-workers excuse me do you know where I can get a band-aid why why what happened well I, I scratched myself I got a little cut and it's not that bad I just need a ba- call first aid so they go and get the first aid rep. The, fresh, the first aid rep comes over. What's going on? What happened? I'm like, I just got a little cut. How did it happen? I was like, I don't know. Fuck, I banged it into a desk or something. Come with me. So they haul me to the fucking first aid clinic. Take a seat. They sit me down. She puts on the fucking gloves. You know, she's poking around, rooting around. You know, the first aid rep. All this hoop-de-doo and hoop-de-da over a little scratch. Now, don't get me wrong, I appreciate it, but it was a bit much. I'm going to have to start packing my own bandage to work, just in case, you know, I don't want to go through that rigmarole every time i got to scratch my ass, you know? Type of shit that makes you sick to your stomach, you know? You know, so like, heaven, heaven forbid if they forget that I'm a vegetarian on Monday and they try to serve me up a slice of pepperoni pizza, I'm like, no, thank you. But what do you mean? I just, uh, I don't eat meat. Oh my God. We're going to send him in a taxi cab to the fucking farm. They're going to like send me to like a fresh farm to like go pick my own fucking vegetables or something. Like they really get into your ass about every little thing over there. You know, they might send me to some farm to pick mushrooms and, you know, bell peppers, you know, directly for my own pizza. Should I fucking come up against a pepperoni pizza on Monday, you know? I don't know what would happen. You know, they're really into your business there. But it's an opportunity. It's a very blessed place. Uh, clean, nice nice um, working environment. Um, good vibes. And I look forward to um, doing my best and earning my paycheck and you know, stepping up to the plate. You know, I have some pretty heavy shoes to fill. <laughs> My, uh, re- I'm the replacement for a man who was 25 years in the field. Well, actually 23 and a half, as I later found out. <laughs> they had a cupcake going away party for him. <laughs> and in honor of Hung going away, you served 23 and a half years at the company? Wow. 
Thank you for your service. Here's a cinnamon bun. They, they, they had like all these cinnamon buns and cupcakes and shit. So, you know, I'm stepping into the shoes of a 23 and a half year veteran in the office furniture game. So I got some big shoes to fill. But um, everything has been very positive so far. And, you know, I start orientation on Monday. Got the pizza party to look forward to. And, you know, I'm going to have a good attitude and try to serve the position. And that, in turn, will feed me and clothe me, house me, and help me continue with my own production and business endeavors. Noi Productions. Takes money to make money, folks. I mean... Shit don't fucking fall into your lap in this lifetime. You got to go out there and chase it. It takes a little scratch to do that, you know? So, I'm very fortunate for the opportunity. And it is an opportunity. Especially during this time of pandemic. And uh, I don't take it lightly. I aim to please. I'm not just going to be there merely collecting a paycheck. You know, I want to be a useful part of the team. Yeah. And um, in doing so, I go along with my acting comedy career, Noi Productions. You know, we're well in motion. Yeah. Noi Productions got a few things popping in 2021. You know, it ain't over yet, folks. Coming up last third final third of uh 2021 coming up around the corner september so you know all the best to you and yours in this year this year of searching striving struggling achieving overcoming All the best to you and yours. Hallelujah. It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramcharan. Reporting live for duty on this magnificent August 28th in the year of our Lord 2021. Yeah. Been on the hustle, been on the grind. Actor, stand-up comedian, production Entrepreneur, Noi Productions, and I'm working in a fucking factory, turning out office furniture, you know, tender mercies, tender blessings. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, my own website, jonathan-ramcharan.com. And as always, folks, if you're enjoying the show, getting some laughs, chuckles, gags, guffaws, chortles, if you are digging the show, folks... Please, help my black ass out. Share me with a friend. Till next time, folks. You live it, you love it, you realize it. Aight? The best is yet to come. Peace.